96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. This morning you have Garrett Ray and with me is Bryce Payne. And today we're going to do a real life case study about tax mitigation strategies, as well as talking about navigating finances after losing a spouse. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Garrett. How are we doing? Doing okay. Uh, my Carolina Panthers are still down in the dumps. It's been, I tell you what, to be a Charlotte sports fan between the Carolina Panthers and the hellacious state that the Charlotte Hornets are in, tell you what, it's, it is, uh, you know, wake up and smell the coffee, man, it's some bitter coffee. I'll tell you that. Who did we give away <laughs> our, uh, our next year's uh, first round draft pick to? The Bears and the they Bears. got DJ Moore. Do you think? The, do you think the got, Bears anticipated actually getting the very first pick of the year, <laughs> as it looks like they're going to get? Yeah, I mean, as we sit here uh, in middle of November, it looks like they're certainly going to have two of the top three picks in the first round next year in the NFL draft. It is wild to believe, but including maybe the first pick, including maybe the first, uh, which wow. could have been ours. But yes, Broncos we'll, are still fighting you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we will, uh, we will see. We'll see. You know, uh, but yeah, it's just been a rough rebuild for sure for the Carolina Panthers. But no kidding, we remain faithful. No kidding. <laughs> well, you know, Garrett, it was a uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I had my birthday, and do you see? Uh, uh-huh. Do you see what Bell got me for my birthday here that I brought into the studio? Oh, I see it. It is front and center. Yeah, the uh, it's the infamous stapler from Office Space. Is Office right? Space, yeah. the red swing line stapler. Fun fact about that is that stapler, the red swing line stapler uh, did not exist before that movie that uh, was uh, that was for the movie prop. they just they just painted a, a stapler red yeah and Swingline got so many requests for it that they had to start making it well sure so that didn't, it didn't exist before that yeah. so it was great great marketing for sure. uh, Swingline. so <laughs> my wife got me that so i was like well that's got to go right here in the studio yeah. and you'd think well rice why why would you put it in the studio well because <laughs> garrett and doug and i have all kinds of fun little things sitting here in the studio <clears> and i want to remind everybody out there that if you tune in you can tune in to the video broadcast Podcast of all of these episodes that you hear on the on the radio on the weekends, all you have to do is go to uh, YouTube and uh, go to our channel at YouTube, which is at the Wealth Guardians, to see all of uh, these um, video recordings of the radio uh, shows that you hear on the weekends. Yeah. Um, and uh, also on, on top of that, you can catch our vault video series. Uh, so those are interspersed there with the radio series. But uh, we talk about all things financial planning uh, for about. Uh, 5, 10, 15 minutes uh, per episode, and we release yeah. one of those a week as well. So if you can't get enough of us on the radio, by all means, <laughs> uh, catch more of us or just see what our ugly mugs look like uh, on the uh, on the show there. True uh, enough. All right. Well, Garrett, uh, let's go ahead and do our uh, Wealth Guardian service salute here. You know, we, we didn't mm-hmm. mention oh, – we should have, but we didn't mention Veterans Day last weekend, but uh, you and your dad are uh, veterans, so – Thank you for your service. Thank Doug for uh, his service as well. And everybody else out there who is a veteran, um, who served or is serving, you know, as we do every week here, we want to just take a moment and acknowledge uh, the sacrifices that you and your family make for uh, the uh, doing what's right for the country, the old stars and stripes. So we want to thank you for that. And uh, I know it's not an easy job, and a lot of times it's a thankless job. So we want to just take a moment here and make sure that you are being thanked by somebody out there. So having said that, Garrett, uh, what are we talking about in this first segment here today? Yeah, Bryce. So, you know, you you and I were talking this morning, and you thought it would be a good idea to essentially bring up a case study. Um Obviously, we here in the studio are looking at, you know, a real family with real names. We're not going to share real names over the air, uh, but we can share the situation that this family finds themselves in. And 
you know, lots of times in, in our business, there is a little bit of a misconception between what is a complete financial planner versus someone who may just be acting in a purely investment advising role. Uh, sometimes people think that, you know, in our line of work, we're simply involved in just picking out different investments, letting those investments perform, and then essentially reporting out that performance at the end of a year or a quarter. Uh, while that is certainly an important part of what we do, uh, we bring whole financial advice to the entire ha- household, and that includes tax mitigation strategies and that sort of thing. So you had a great idea to share a case study that we uh we have currently working and, and kind of some of the additional value that we bring to our clients. That's a, that's, that's, I think this is going to be very informative for people. Now, unfortunately it's not, we don't have the video that we can show you here of this, but we're going to go over the numbers with you. And, you know, Garrett, the investment advice portion, there's never going to be a consensus on that. You could ask 10 different advisors what would be the perfect portfolio for this person or this couple, and you're going to get 10 different portfolios. So there's never sure. a consensus there. Some of them will be, you know, there might be some similarities between them, but they're not going to be the exact same thing. But saving yourself on taxes from Uncle Sam, there is consensus on how that can be done. There is basically a right way and a wrong way to do that. And if you do it the right way, you're saving this client as much money as possible from Uncle Sam. And so we wanted to run through a case here of how that is done and what kind of savings that can actually look like. So in this particular case, we're looking at an individual. Now, this individual does have to be in a relationship, but he files his uh, taxes individually for the time being. So that's why we're going to just run through this individual here. Now, this this individual is um, 70 years old. He is retired. He receives around $4,000 a month in Social Security. Okay. And he also has a couple of different pensions that uh, equate to around $1,500 a month. Okay. As far as his assets go... He's got a 401k of around 285000 He's got a, uh, a mutual fund IRA of 150000 He's got a REIT of 150000 Okay. And he's got a um, annuity uh, at 138000 And then some bank savings of around 100000 Okay. So that all together equals roughly $829,000. This individual spends or wants to spend around $5,000 a month. Now, some of you might think, well, that's kind of low. Well, bear in mind, this person is in a relationship with somebody else, so they're taking on some of the expenses as well. So, Any major liabilities out there? Uh, no, there were no, okay. ma- great, great question. There were no major liabilities. This person, well, I don't, I say that, let me check. Uh, there is a, okay, I take that back. There is a mortgage uh, of $781 a month. Okay. Uh, obviously, he, he refied at some point there because it's only 781 and uh, that looks like to be going on for about another 28 years. So he must have done that just a couple of years ago. Okay. So after that mortgage were to be taken off, it looks like his uh, monthly expenses would be around four, just shy of 4200 at that point. Great. Uh, we're going to use a, a, a rate of inflation in here of uh, 3.27%, and we're going to assume 5% a year average annual return on the investments. Okay. So if we didn't do anything tax strategy-wise, and you'll notice that we said we didn't say that this client had any Roths, and he doesn't. He has no Roth monies at this stage. Okay. So it, if that's going to be the case, he's got quite a bit of money that he is going to have to uh, – Dell out to Uncle Sam when it comes RMD time, which right, right now is about three years away from him. Waiting for this uh, little dial to uh, open up here, stop spinning, so we can get to the tax options for him. And but yeah, see. just just for the listeners, I mean, this 
as Bryce is pulling this up, this gives you just kind of a brief in that past two minutes. These are some of the major things that we're looking at for any, any client that we would work with. You know, what are their sources of income? What are their expenses? If they have liabilities, okay, what's the payoff year of that? How, how much, uh, how many years are we working with, with that expense and that liability? What is the interest rate if they were thinking of paying Absolutely. it off early? Yeah. And then what Bryce just mentioned, what we're going to deep dive into here is what is, um, what is the tax status of the accounts? And so right now he either has non-qualified accounts, which are just, you know, most people think of that as brokerage accounts, or he has pre-tax dollar accounts, your traditional 401ks, your traditional IRAs. And so the question is, how can we get his income stream more tax efficient in the future for the rest of his retirement? And then ultimately for loved ones, uh, when these accounts are passed on. So go ahead, Bryce. This is, this is the good part. Okay. So now if the client knows we, he doesn't have any Roths, so he, at age 73, he has quite a bit of his money in IRAs. In fact, the amount of money that he has right now in IRAs is $727,000 out of his total um, $830,000. So that means that he is going to have to uh, pay over his lifetime. And we say over his lifetime from age 70 now to age 100, he's going to have to pay out Uncle Sam $1,131,000 in taxes based on the tax uh, brackets that he is going to be in. Our software knows that. Yep. Um, his highest RMD that he is going to have to take out, and for those of you who aren't familiar with an RMD, is if you have pre-tax accounts, when you reach the age of 73, and it's age 73 now, it might be age 75 in a couple of years, Right. you will have to take out a certain amount, a certain percentage of those monies every year going forward and give and pay the taxes on that. And then yep. you can put the whatever is left into a brokerage account or just your bank. So his highest RMD is going to be $65,000 a year. That's what the government is going to force him to take out and they'll have to pay taxes on that. Yep. Whether he needs it or not. Whether he's got he, it. Right. He yep. might have enough money in uh, in um, his pensions, in his pensions social, yep. and his social security and his uh, significant other's uh, income that he doesn't, ha- he doesn't want to take any distributions out of his uh, IRAs or 401ks. It doesn't matter. IRS is going to make him do it. Wow. And so his projected RMDs over his lifetime is going to be $1,414,000. Jeez. Now, here's the good news. He is going to end up uh, leaving his beneficiary somewhere in the neighborhood of $2,238,000. Okay. That's great. But keep in mind, his beneficiaries are going to inherit essentially all pre-tax monies. Ah. And we're going to talk, when we come back from the other side of the break, we're going to talk about what kind of uh, monies he's leaving his, his kids and how he can remedy that. And so we are going to cover this in the second part of the uh, show here. But uh, Garrett, before we go to break, I think you've got a trivia question for me. I do have a trivia question. And then after the trivia question, we'll pick up on the case study. It's time for the Wealth Guardian's Trivia Question of the Week. All right, Bryce. So the trivia question is this. You know, we're big history buffs here. This show that we're recording right now will air on or about November 18th. And something very interesting happened in U.S. history on November 18th. And so the question is this. On November 18th, push-button phones were released to the U.S. public for the first time in this year. What year was it? Was Mm. it A, November 18th, 1953, B, November 18th, 1963, or C, November 18th, 1973? Okay. Push-button phones replaced the rotary phone. Okay. All right. 
Very good. All right. Well, we're going to get to the answer on that uh, to that trivia question, see if Garrett was able to stump me or see if he stumped you out there on the other side of this break. Uh, this is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB. 96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep that paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along this week with Garrett Ray. And in this second segment, we're going to continue with a case study on how to save yourself as much taxes as possible from Uncle Sam in retirement. And we're using a real-life case study of a client of ours here, of course, shielding that name and the details of the client, but this is not a uh, fictional uh, makeup scenario. This is a real scenario that we've got here, Garrett. Um, yep. Now, Garrett asked me a trivia question at the end of the second segment, as we are normally accustomed to doing here. It's either me asking Garrett or it's Garrett asking me. But in this case right now, I'm going to ask you two questions. <laughs> are you looking forward to your retirement? Okay. Do you want to make sure that you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Of course you do. Of course you are, and of course you do. If you answered yes to those questions, and I know that you did, then I've got great news for you. We here at the Wealth Guardians offer, as we always do, a no-cost, no-obligation, second-opinion slash review of your retirement plan. This includes a deep analysis of your assets, your investment portfolio, your insurance policies, your income needs, your risk tolerance, your risk exposure, your tax mitigation strategies, which is what we're talking about on today's show, legacy goals, and even the fees that you're currently paying. Our goal is simple. We want to help you lower your fees. We want to help you align your risk and improve your overall retirement picture so you can indeed retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball is in your court. You have to give us a call. So here's our number, 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan review with Doug Garrett and myself today. I beseech you to remember the markets aren't going to wait for you. Okay, so let's go ahead and get to this trivia question that uh, Garrett asked me at the end of the first segment. Garrett, repeat it for me. All right, Bryce, here's a quick reminder. So this show will air on or about November 18th, and we like to do a little rewind of history. And so this event occurred on November 18th of what year? And the question is, push-button phones were first released to the United States as far as consumers go on November 18th of this year. Was it A, November 18th, 1953, B, November 18th, 1963, or C, November 18th, 1973, when the push-button phone replaced the rotary phone? Released to the public. So Released I to the public. So I was born in 68, <clears throat> and I remember up until I was somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 years old, we always had the rotary phone. Okay. So I was very excited when we got that push button phone, <laughs> which would have been somewhere around the mid to late 70s. Okay. So the question would be did they exist elsewhere out there? for about 10 years mm. before they uh, they came into existence? Or uh, did we were we one of the... Early adopters. Early, early adopters <laughs> of it. So I'm going to think that it was probably released to the general public in 1963, and it just took me a while for my household and my friends to get them in the 1970s. Was that right? You nailed it, Bryce. Very good. All right. November very good. 18th, 1963 was the first time that the push button phone 
was available to the U.S. public. Well, I, I don't know anybody who had it until you know <laughs> around 1978 or 79 or something like that. So it yeah. must have been the well-to-do families that had them. I'm sure they it were could expensive. Be. It yeah. could be. All right, very good. Well, let's go ahead and get back here, Garrett, to what we were talking about in the first segment. So here comes the fun part of this case study. So yep. as we said, we've got a 70-year-old client here. He has uh, around $860,000 in mostly around 700000 of that in uh, pre-tax monies. Okay. So if he doesn't do any tax mitigation strategies. Pre-tax monies meaning traditional 401k or IRA. All right. Thank okay. you very much. Yep. Um, so if he doesn't do anything as far as any tax mitigation strategies over the course of his lifetime, meaning now until age 100, mm-hmm. he will likely have paid Uncle Sam somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,131,000 in taxes. Based on his spending, he should be able to leave his kids or whoever his beneficiaries are somewhere in the neighborhood of $2,238,000. He will have to take out RMDs of around $65,000 a year, and his total RMDs, required minimum distributions, Mm. will be somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,414,000. Now, if we employ this tax mitigation strategy of him starting now, Mm-hmm. For the next seven years, converting his IRA money to Roth money okay. in the amount of $110,000 a year, okay, he will fall into the tax bracket of the 35% tax bracket, but his projected tax rate will only be 18.39%. So yes, he does fall in a higher tax bracket by doing this, but his his projected federal tax rate year by year will only be 18.39%. Okay. So there's a difference there between the tax bracket that you're in and the federal rate that you're in. We can explain that in another show. So he must be just touching that 35%. Yeah, must okay. be just touching okay. the 35% tax bracket for it to be that big of a difference. Okay. Um, if he does that, he is not going to leave his children $2,238,000. Okay. He's going to leave them $2,597,000. Wow. Okay. His projected lifetime tax will not be $1,131,000. It'll be $617,000. And so that was done just by converting pre-tax monies, traditional 401ks and IRAs over into a Roth designation. That's right. And so you do that over a ladder of seven years. That's the way we did this one. You yep. can you can structure it out how many years you want to, but very good, Garrett. Yep. We did this one over seven years. Okay. And, 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 so, and over those seven years, around $110,000 is going each and every year from traditional to Roth designation. And that's a taxable event. That's a taxable event. He's going to have to clean off the taxes. But from then on, the, that money grows tax-free. And that's how you're saying over his lifetime, we're lowering that tax burden from $1.1 million down to 617,000. That's exactly right. Now wow. here now here's the biggest the biggest change that we didn't even mention yet. If he doesn't do this and he leaves his kids $2,238,000 mm. of that, almost all of it, Garrett, is going to be IRA monies that he leaves his kids. Traditionals, yep. Traditional yep. IRA monies. Well, what is the what is the downside to leaving your kids traditional IRA money? Well, as the laws are written now, those kids or loved ones have ten years to basically claim the entirety of the accounts. So that's a pretty heavy tax burden for whoever those beneficiaries are over ten years. So this client's got two kids. Wow. So if he's leaving those two kids one point one one point one million dollars each, yep. they will have to take out roughly 
110, $120,000, $130,000 a year. All taxable. All taxable for 10 years. Plus whatever you know, job they may be working. That is going to kick them up into enormously high tax bracket. Yep. So now your loved ones are have a tax burden. That's yep. right. Yep. Okay. So if if that's if he didn't do anything, but now instead of leaving them two million two hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars in pre tax monies, that'll mm-hmm. be a tax burden for the kids. Sure. If he did use this tax mitigation strategy of converting one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year for seven years from an IRA to a Roth, pay the taxes on it. Now he leaves the kids. Two million five hundred ninety-seven thousand dollars, but of that two million five hundred ninety-seven dollars, Garrett, two million seventy-seven thousand of that is going to be Roth money. Wow! What's the difference of that between that and the IRA money for kit for the beneficiaries? Well, that's wild. I mean, so if there's two beneficiaries in the original example, both those beneficiaries were inheriting about one point one million dollars each. That all had a tax burden associated with it. In this example. There's, let's call it $2 million to be inherited over two beneficiaries. That's a million dollar each of Roth funds with no tax burden. No tax burden. Wow. Now, for whatever reason, the government still requires them to take uh, their RMDs out of a Roth, but I guess that's really not here nor there because it's not a taxable event for them. So I want want everyone to remember, yeah, it sounds great that he's leaving the kids $2,597,000 as opposed to $2,238,000, but... The more important thing I would think here mm. is that he's leaving them tax-free monies as opposed yep. to taxable monies. Absolutely. So that's a, an enormous uh, benefit for the beneficiaries over that. Additionally, his projected lifetime tax, as I said, is not $1.13 million. It's $617,000. We cut his taxes wow. yeah. from age 70 to age 100 in half. In half. Yep, and absolutely. Half, enormous. Now, somebody will say, well, yeah, but Bryce, that's that's an enormous tax burden for the guy right off the bat. That's true. For those seven years, he's going to be in a much higher tax bracket, and he's going to have to be cleaning those taxes off and paying them to Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. But that is something he was going to have to do anyway if he kept living. Right. And so would you rather take care of it now, take care of the taxes now, and clean them off at a lower tax rate rather than paying them off later, just holding on to the monies, delaying that inevitable consequence exactly. as long as you can. It, it, it's, as I said, it's inevitable you're going to have to do that. So let's go ahead and do it now and look at the benefits that we reap from it. Sure. Now, he's not actually going to see the tax savings until somewhere around age 85, somewhere in there. That's when it starts becoming a winning strategy for him because it's such a taxable event early on for him. Right. But it was an enormous tax advantage for the kids right away. Exactly. So even if he didn't live till age 90 and he, he passed away, say it's age 78, 80, it, still what he did for his kids was an enormous favor for him. Absolutely. And that's, you know, everybody has different legacy goals. And, you know, this is this particular client, but these are the types of calculations that we here at the Wealth Guardians and Ray Financial can do based on different scenarios that you may throw at us. And so while this strategy we believe is very tax efficient, both in present day and for that next generation, obviously we're going to align the strategies based on your wishes. Yes, Um, that's key. But this is just certainly really just trying to illustrate the power of having, you know, whole financial planners on your side. That's exactly right. So, We are not forcing the client to do this. In fact, a client can do all of this or even just a part of it or at least know what is uh, optional for him. But as I said, this is not something that uh, your typical investment advisor is going to do for you. This is something a financial planner helps you see and uncover. Having a successful retirement is not just about having the right portfolio. It's about having the right tax mitigation strategy as well. And that's what we've shown you here today. I would agree. Unfortunately, we are out of time. But I do (laughs) want to give you our phone number one more time. If you 
who'd like to sit down with a holistic financial planner who is a fiduciary and who are retirement income certified professionals, then you can give us a call here at 336-391-3409 and see how we can help you today. You can also visit us at our website, thewealthguardians.com. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have this week. We do want to thank you for joining us and sharing a little bit of your weekend with us. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne along with Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And remember, sound financial plans do not create themselves. This is 96.7 FM WTOB. Investment advisory services offered through Alpha Star Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Alpha Star Capital Management, LLC, and Wealth Guardians are independent entities. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions.